0: What's going on, Misfits? Yes, I know I skipped a week or two. That's because I've been traveling. Like, for example, I'm in Greenville, South Carolina right now, where I'm opening for Russell Peters. Shout out to Russell. Oh, and March 20th, I'll be opening for Wanda Sykes and the Women in Comedy Festival in Medford, Massachusetts. So get your tickets. Okay enough about me. This week's guest is Casey Belsham. Amazing comedian, actress, writer, super hilarious, super sweet. Uh, We talk about the effects of getting older. Mm, You know, it's not everything is cracked up to be. Well, maybe just at this age. It's like nobody gives a shit at this point in the 30s. Anyway, uh, that was more about me. When Casey isn't worried about her gray hair, she's concerned about bad breath and her mission to learn homeless people's names. Yeah, it's all true. You're listening to Social Misfit. gentlemen welcome to another episode of the social misfit podcast with me your host Chloe Helia, coming to you live from a kitchen island in <laughs> Long Island City we are we're at an island with this week's guest comedian actress thank you. extraordinaire thank you. Thank you. Casey Belcham hello how are you doing I'm doing well I'm doing well thank you so um <laughs> Casey is such a lovely host she had um some nice snacks some healthy snacks <laughs> we had some pastries and some sour fruit some it fresh, was good fresh <laughs> fresh, fresh croissant yes that's my french accent that's mm-hmm. the extent of it. it sounded good do you know any other languages no 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 i always feel like
1: such a loser too because it's you know i, lo- I love to travel and whenever you go to another country there's like children that speak their own language and english perfectly and they I'm talk like, to
0: you those two children are also the ones that are trying to swindle you out of your money yeah yeah, yeah. but Perfect they have to english. learn another language
1: <laughs> to do that so they're still smarter than me so i know it does make <laughs> you
0: feel like incompetent as a human being it makes we, me feel so
1: stupid I got kicked out of Spanish when I was a sophomore in high school. Why? I just, well, I got caught cheating like <laughs> numerous times, like book under the desk. And then they'd yell at me in Spanish. I was like, I have no idea. To, to where literally my guidance counselor, like I filled out my class schedule and I signed up for Spanish three. He pulled me out of a class and was like, why don't you try an acting class? And I was like, oh, that's where we're at. Oh, okay. Is that how you got into acting? <laughs> I mean, that was like, then I took acting for junior and senior year. That's
0: hilarious. Yeah. I've never heard of a guidance counselor pulled me out of
1: class and was like are you serious you know you don't like that class and I was like what What? first of all (laughs) I'm
0: jealous that you had such caring counselors who actually gave a shit about your day-to-day? It was Catholic school. Oh, they had to fake it, yeah. School. Oh, no, they didn't fake it. They yeah. had no other life. <laughs> they yeah,
1: we were their life. Was yeah.
0: this person like of the cloth, or they were just No, working? the guidance counselor
1: wasn't, but like most, we did have a lot of, it was Jesuits, so there's no, like, there was no nuns. It was just okay. brothers and fathers. Because women don't count. Women don't count in that, original yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. It was just a bunch of alcoholic men who literally, like there was literally, the president of our school would be like passed out in the classes he was teaching. With, like a bot. Yeah, like he like lived in the building next door, because they they housed him all. And yeah, he was just he was shitcan the entire time. At our ten year reunion, he was taking shots of jameson with everybody, puking and going back in. Like this was a like he gave all of our liturgies, like all of our everything, like huge raging alcoholic. How did parents not care? I think that it's just like Irish Catholic people. That's just oh, how that's, they, that's how, how they. That's how they. The San Francisco it was Irish Catholic. Key. That's how they operate. Yeah, it was crazy. Wow. Yeah.
0: Okay, so <laughs> we can just talk uh, organically, but I yeah. want you to read us your social media yes, post. Yes, yes,
1: yes. Okay. So I had one. I went digging because I think this was my my biggest one because it got, I think Yasser Lester retweeted it, and he's got like so many followers, and so okay. it got me a couple good ones, but I, I tweeted back in April of 2015. There you go. Um, I tweeted, It makes me so happy when really hot people have bad breath. <laughs> Which is something I feel very, very strongly about because you shouldn't have everything, you know. You shouldn't have everything. <laughs> you, but shouldn't. I you should. I at least have halitosis. I'm amazed at people who
0: have halitosis because there's like there's like seasonal bad breath, like yeah. occasional, like yeah. okay, I maybe had some onions or garlic. Yeah. But then there's like, oh no, this is an everyday thing. Yeah,
1: and it's like through the gum, through the toothpaste, like you, it's. It's as if something like in their stomach has like is oh, it's like, rotting. Most it's times it's terrible. terrible.
0: Post nasal drip. Really? I dated a guy with halitosis, and it was boogers. <laughs> Hear <scared> me out. <laughs> his throat boogers. Yeah. And <laughs> when I first met him, handsome, handsome man. Yeah. But his hygiene was a little suspect. Oh, and I say hygiene because he didn't like vegetables. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like. Pussy ass broccoli, I ain't eating that shit. Like yeah. like really angry about vegetables. Yeah, He never said that, but I'm just trying to like amplify how <laughs> like much he hated paint them. Paint the picture, yeah. He hated vegetables really badly. Like we would go out to eat and he would never, he would like, no, no, I'm, I'm not eating that. I'm Ew, like, so oh, everything
1: oh. in his guts was just
0: processed just meat. meat. Just yeah. fermented Ugh. meat. Oh my. And, and he couldn't smell. He was like, yeah, I really have a hard time smelling. And so whenever somebody says they have a hard time smelling, they that's, usually have bad breath. They usually have bad breath yeah. because the post-nit, their nose is clogged up. So they have post nasal drip. And so the mucus from the nose, it just drips literally to the back of their throat and yeah. bakes. That's gross. And, just, and bakes. Ew.
1: Just, Ew.
0: Yeah. Get yeah. nice and fumy.
1: Yeah. I had an old boss that had it pretty bad. And it was like, I think he knew because he would always try and be like popping stuff. Yeah, this guy too. He had
0: Listerine strips, you know. That's when Listerine strips came out. The one that you just put in, they dissolve on your tongue. Yeah. So he always had that. And then the first time I went to spend the night at his house, uh, I went to the bathroom and I looked at his toothbrush and it looked like the bristles on the brush were running away from like he was brushing so hard like like they just didn't want to go into his <laughs> mouth like they curled back like you ever see the whiz you just yeah. or like you ever see the whiz with dorothy i mean with diana ross yeah like not in a while but i remember so like movie, at the yeah. end when they kill the wicked witch um her feet her hands curl back oh yeah 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 because yeah, cause, yeah. Cause, yeah mm-hmm. that's what his bristles yeah. that also like. probably
1: means like his toothbrush was
0: at least five years old Probably, which is disgusting. It like was are really two dollars, like, and I broke <laughs> up with him. I broke up with him because like <laughs> I started like tasting his his. Ew. Like, yeah that's I was so little because i mean that's really what kissing is kissing is you swapping saliva yeah and there really should be a better way to show like intimacy like yeah and like i think in new zealand and even in um the inuit people in like alaska and canada like they just rub noses yeah and, and uh, in new zealand they just put their foreheads against each other and their noses touch really yeah that's like a greeting that's like that should I just see. be that
1: should be like if you have halitosis like
0: you just you have to no because then your mouth is still close to my nose that's true and you have to hold your breath as well there should be there should be more rules in place there for are different types stay. of bad people like bad breath people though like yeah. the personalities that match the bad breath because yeah. I've met like some really super nice like really giving like I'll give you my last dollar homeless man, take my shoe nice people and their breath and are they stink. terrible <sighs> and that's nobody so unfortunate and I feel no. like people who have bad breath most of them don't know no or, or don't believe I yeah don't know. I don't know I feel like it's one of those things
1: because they say some people say like you know you can't smell yourself so it's like I know I do have one friend who's like I was told one time like seven years ago that I had bread breath and he's never not had a piece in his gum a piece of gum in his mouth since that day but
0: you also can just change your <laughs> diet yeah you could but if you want to know if your breath stinks, and this is for the everyday man what you do is you lick the back of your hand yeah okay you lick the back of your hands, yeah. you let it dry. And then you smell it. And then that. you smell it. And that's what your breath smells like. That's such an interesting trick. Cut to me every morning <laughs> licking myself, being like I'm just testing something. It's like, it's just like how when you do like a tequila shot and you lick your hand, put yeah. salt on it, that's the same exact thing that you spit do. Spit is
1: one of the grossest smells as well yeah it's also like one of the you know what
0: i hate when you kiss someone and then it's like there's like an extra puddle of their saliva in your mouth when you're done and you're just like do i spit this out yeah
1: oh my god (laughs) this is a lot
0: (laughs) that's a really sloppy kisser too bodily fluids are gross they're nasty we leak it's gross yeah and that's like and then like when you go to porn and then like they're like squirting and you're just like "Really? really which i'm fascinated with by the way though that's like the only thing i watch when i go on there
1: Really? I just think it's so but, interesting because they claim not, everyone can do it.
0: But it's not... I don't like it when it's clear that she just put like a bottle of Poland spring up there and yeah. just like queefed it out. Like if yeah, it's going across the room... Yeah, because they say the that Rome, they do that they
1: as definitely well. Like do that, that they just go like squirt stuff up themselves and then like yeah. pee it out. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know. I just, I think it's so... Crazy, especially the ones where like the teaching videos, because I'll like I'll even sometimes just watch them, not even when I'm like trying to get down. I'm just like, I really am, like want to get to the bottom of this squirting thing, and you see these guys like trying to teach it, and I'm like Wait, so
0: you've never squirted in your life? I have not squirted, no. Okay. No. There's I believe that there is a way for everybody. Because I'm I for a they while, say, yeah. I was like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm never, I've never because you know you talk to some women, they're like, Oh yeah, I'm a squirter. I'm a squirter. Oh my they girl squirts. It. Oh yeah. yeah. I was talking to a girl and I had to change yeah. the sheet, she squirted some. i got to put towels on. I'm like, okay. that doesn't
1: feel fun though, you know, like if you were really in real life a practicing squirter, annoying. I feel like yeah because I have a friend that does it and she's like we I just keep having to like we have to keep changing whose house we sleep at because one of us is always doing laundry <laughs> <And then> like, <laughs> at, like at one point wouldn't you just bring it into the bath How and be about, like we only fuck in the tub yeah or <laughs> like, just like the put only. a tarp down it's something it's, fuck on the floor yeah, wipe it up
0: like yeah you're ruining because that's going into your mattress it is like it's not just top layer no, no, it is. You have to. You gotta get. You gotta you air it out. To, yeah. She should never make her bed. She should she just should, always yes. strip her bed every She's single just time. She's like living a sleeping bed and air it out yeah. or get a cot. She should have a fuck cot. She
1: should have a, a fuck cot. Yeah, I like that.
0: Like those <laughs> cots that you had in like elementary yeah. school. Those hard ass cots. Yeah. The cots that give you an airport that were like made with like half me- like mm-hmm. the metal rings on yep. the side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: No, I agree. I think that's disgusting. But it still fascinates me that, and it fascinates me how fascinated the guys are with it. Like because they think that they've done something. Because it's very like very special a
0: touchdown for them. It's, it's like...
1: They can see that it's, yes. it's very much like look what
0: I just did. And yeah. And it's like okay but she was going to do that anyway. No, not necessarily. <laughs> you don't think so? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think there's a certain time You also you know what it is is like the more you do it then you can do it yourself because you know what the triggers are yeah so you have to My you have to know herself. this the, you have to know the sensation it's a sensation you can yeah. feel it coming and yeah. just like uh oh yeah and then sometimes you're like oh this isn't pee so yeah that's how you have to make sure you go to the bathroom right because it sometimes could be it pee. pee. and then <laughs> it could be pee. and then who's which is hmm. also just for the president maybe I, oh yeah <laughs> just, de- first of all the president <laughs> definitely got peed on for sure for fucking sure and do you know what's so crazy like when you look at all the shit that's happening when it comes to like the intelligence community and the dossier the steel dossier and all the stuff that's coming out yeah. and then all the stuff now with Stormy Daniels and the he, hush money No, he, he was pissed off it me. feels like one of those movies with Harrison Ford in it like remember those like anti-government None of this feels real. it all
1: feels like yeah it all feels very very scripted, our, like how crazy our
0: is. Eti- If our entire democracy has been compromised because this motherfucker got peed on in a hotel in Russia mm-hmm. and doesn't want nobody mm-hmm. to know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be highly upset. Yeah, I'd have been like, you should've just let it come out. R. Kelly was peeing on bitches and people still go to his concert, which is terrible.
1: People still love him.
0: And just now they had, you know, the BBC did a documentary. I heard. So they had one of the women that was one of his like girlfriend slash sex was slaves. Was this one of the, okay, because the recent thing is that he was like keeping mm-hmm. people. He trains the young girls. He brings them and he trains them to be his sex slave. And this is crazy. And he has multiple women in yeah. a compound. Yeah. And so one woman, this, and actually this one particular woman, she told a story here in the States. Yeah. And what she did was, her whole story is fucking crazy. She was, In a relationship, had a kid. With him? No. No, okay. I think she was married and had a kid. She was definitely, she had a relationship and she had a a child. Yeah. She worked in radio as a disc jockey, radio host. Okay. And her radio station had an event and they host like the after party for his concert. So she met him at the after party. They exchanged information and he was like, oh, you should come see me. And he like bought her a ticket to go like to the next city and she went. And then the next thing, you know, he was like, you should just come be my girlfriend and live with me. And she was like okay and quit her job oh my left God. her kid left her kid left her kid to go move to chicago and i think she was in texas or something like that she was in the south moved to chicago and moved in with him and he treated her like a queen for like a certain amount of time which is like his mo he picks a new girl he treats her like a queen and yeah then, then he, and sends then when he her, swaps it she's like sends, sends it to the like yeah. in the then a bunch of stuff like they she can only wear... sweat You can only wear sweat through all the girls. Because there's other girls in the house. Yeah. They each have a room, like a dorm.
1: This is disgusting. But it's also like what people will do to be close to a famous person. And R. Kelly like not even that famous anymore. Like, I mean, no. he still is for doing like shit like this. Yeah. But it's not even like he's at his peak like no. I would have done it during bump and grind times but like what is he singing now uh,
0: nothing <laughs> yeah I believe, I believe I could fly R. Kelly probably could have got a lot of chicks to sign I, up I,
1: yeah because I feel like that was like soft you know like that was yeah. he seemed nice. to not I mean songs that was he did
0: a the song that he did was he did the song with Celine Dion that's right yeah
1: I forget which song it is but I don't I remember what, they what it like is like but I remember it. they went a to video together they definitely weren't in the same recording studio though they probably did that
0: separately it probably she probably <laughs> forgot that she even did that song she's like who is R. Kelly yeah, I have no like, idea I, yeah
1: she's like I'm dealing with other things um, but it's true about but power. Yeah, but it, but not even like because it's not even power. It's famous people. Like it's it's just crazy. Like everybody wants to get close to anybody. That's it's just kind of disgusting. Yeah, like we just kind
0: of live in a disgusting society where people are like, mm-hmm. I'll get peed on because you had a hit in 1998. But also, I don't think that the women that peed because because those women peed on him.
1: Okay, so the girls had stayed in his with Donald Trump. They oh, Donald allegedly
0: yeah. peed on him. Yeah. R. Kelly peed on a girl who was also 14. Yeah. But allegedly these um, Russian hired escorts slash prostitutes peed on Donald Trump in the hotel.
1: See. You know what's so crazy is that because it was in a hotel, it's not okay. But like, I've been in our pool in a pool, you know, and like know. went up to my friend and like sat on their back and been like a be it, you know. And it's just because like, it's,
0: you know. I mean, I are like. A- oh, but there's chlorine in this water, so yeah, it's fine. And it there's is. already
1: pee- like we've already made the decision to swim with pee in this, so it's I fine. I know,
0: isn't it weird? <laughs> but like,
1: if it was in a hotel room, then I'd be like, I don't go to hotel pools no more,
0: for that reason. Do you? Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. That in it, the smell like that hotel. Chlorine. It's very strong. Stuffy it, like burns air. your eyes. Especially oh. indoor. Yeah, indoors gross. are worse. Indoors, indoors are worse. Yeah. Um I went to one hotel in the South and they had a fresh water pool and it was the best thing ever. Really? A fresh salt water pool. Do you think it was true though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You there was no okay. chlorine. Like you if you like got flow. a little bit you could like I mean it wasn't that much salt, but okay. it was like fresh water where yeah. you know, the salt is like the most secure thing. Like when I like make money and you know have like a house or something like mm-hmm. that with like <laughs> land i right. don't seem so far-fetched but <laughs> i would do one of those like organic living pools where you have like the little fishes in it and the algae in it
1: oh yeah yeah
0: but then you swim in it too yeah you swim with it's like, the a, fish? Lake.
1: It's like a lake you have your own lake
0: like it, it wouldn't be that huge but i mean it would be but like you a would, freshwater pool yeah. yeah.
1: so they were like kind of like
0: eating it and cleans, doing all that yes. yeah i'm that I mean, crunchy granola okay that's not bad that doesn't sound bad at all I went to a cenote in Mexico. Have you ever been to Mexico? I did. I went to a bachelorette party for a girl at Call of Her Wedding last year. We <laughs> have got to talk about this. <laughs> Fuck my cenote story.
1: What is cenote?
0: Though? So cenotes is a natural formed, um, like it's a sinkhole. Yeah. That is filled up with natural rainwater oh, okay. or like, you know, earth water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's really fresh, but it, it's really, really deep. You can never get to the bottom of it. It's like a hundred right. feet deep.
1: But you also probably like... F- like float they're not just gonna let you like try and oh yeah no no it's
0: like it's just like water you can try oh tre- really yeah yeah so it's a, so basically like in mexico you know like if it goes back to the prehistoric times it's like like an asteroid probably hit it or something like that or it was like a sinkhole mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's always filled up with water yeah and it, in, in the mayan culture it's a very um, like sacred watering hole which now they open to tourists and they like of bring course. you in better bus loads yeah of course and so it's That's this so water sad. and it's you know it's a circle it's a big wide circle and yeah. it goes down deep and you just can jump in and you know but you're underground because it's okay. like a hole
1: i think i was thinking of like literally just like a tiny like like single oh, no, no, no,
0: person no, 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 no.
1: size like just like deep ass oh, thing yeah. that you just kind of like dip in and then i was like they must... You must float. No, otherwise no. You just like sink It's wide. The it's like big. It's Okay. Huge. So it's like a swimming hole.
0: It's like a swimming hole. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But we call them cenotes. But, um, but now let's talk about your friend. Oh my God. So my best friend...
2: This is your um, best friend who calls them? Oh yeah.
1: Oh
0: yeah.
1: So she met... Um, first off she went to a matchmaker she was like she was like doing well in life she Mm -hmm. was making money Mm -hmm. and she was like dating she's like like and i love her to death but she's like kind of at this point where she's taking care of herself the whole time her parents kind of sucked she like kind of went through all these things so she was like i'm like i have money i want to do this i'm tired of fucking around like so she's a little high maintenance that way but Mm -hmm. she's also like the best so she Goes to this matchmaker and she starts like going on dates, meets this guy. Um, and through she, the matchmaker. Through the matchmaker. So the matchmaker too, interesting story, girls pay like $500, guys pay like $5,000. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So goes to this matchmaker, meets this guy and... Um, Again, starts like, and he like works for Amazon. He's like making a shit ton of money, mm-hmm. doing all this stuff. So he's like taking care of. She's like, we used to go to the middle level of Nordstrom, like the which was like <laughs> apparently like <laughs> the expensive one. So he was like showering her with gifts, like taking her away on trips, like basically taking care of her, mm-hmm. which is something that nobody had done before yeah. because she would like pay. You know, she broke Very her leg in college. Mm-hmm. Yep, oh, wow. had to pay her own medical bills, like her parents were kind of like, oh, sad for you. And yeah. she, so she's always been like that. So met this guy who was like taking care of her, all this stuff. Um, there was like some red flags. Like he was a little bit control, like would lose his temper a little bit. Like he was on his best behavior when mm-hmm. I met him. But I know that some of her other friends were like, our friends don't our our boyfriends don't like him, which
0: I feel like is a sign. Huge guys, huge sign. Guys know when another dude is like, huge a turd, huge you know? sign, like and they have, have a beat on it. And men, if you're listening to this and you're in the situation, <laughs> like if this woman is your friend, yeah, pull her aside and just tell her just be like none of the dudes like him like yeah. they have a beat on bad dudes because yeah, they because all you don't know. and the thing is like you don't even have to say why right they don't even most guys don't even know why they just know they're it's just like feeling. this guy's not a
1: bad robbie's robbie's like that Rob, my my boyfriend robbie's like 100 he'll meet somebody i'll be like oh, i'll give him a chance and he'll be like i just know that that guy's a fucking douchebag yeah and like it will come like months later mm-hmm. i'll be like you're right yeah but he can spot it like right the fuck away which mm-hmm. is like kind of creepy so all of her friends like fiancés and boyfriends and husbands were like we don't
2: But they don't want to tell her
1: they kind of like i think she knew because they would like go and do things and he would always kind of like make it about him like they'd go on a ski trip and he would find a way to like pout about his skis or his this and all her friends were like it's not fun when he comes Mm -hmm. and then they would like they would tell me and so but they had like they rented out this place oh so anyway they got engaged he like how they, long were they, they dating moved, before they got engaged? Six months. Six months. Yeah, but it's like thirties. Like he was like in his forties, she was in her thirties, and it was kind of like, okay, well, this is well, six
0: months for people over thirty-five is like six and a half years.
1: It's yeah, <laughs> you basically go on your first date and you like delve right into it. You're yeah. just like you know everything about the person. So yeah, they got engaged,
0: and it's our, an interview. Like that first well, date after a certain age is a straight up interview. One
1: hundred percent, because he had already been married. Oh yeah, and she was in a relationship for seven years with mm. a guy who didn't propose, mm. which. And we loved this guy. I loved this guy so much, but it was also like, fucking shit or get off the button. He was like older. Like he was almost fifty. The and first half is of years. Yeah, she
0: gotta stop dating these old ass men. She,
1: but I think it's because she's like, she's like a, a old woman in like a hot young chick's body. Like she okay. just got her tits done. Like she got all this. Like oh. she's she's doing stuff. Like yeah. she looks better than she's ever looked in her entire life. Right. Right now as she's getting older. So. So I think she was like reeling from that and then met this guy who immediately was like, move in with me, let's get married. And wow. so it was such a different change. And she was like, yeah, okay. Even though there were like Some, fights and weird shit. Yeah. So anyway, they, you know, they get engaged, all this stuff, and he starts pulling all this shit again. They're like going things and her friends are like, this guy's fucking terrible, dude. So they set the thing, they send out the save the dates, they rented out a place. Like people had paid to travel to go to the wedding and then I get an email in my inbox. How that's just long like
0: before the wedding?
1: two months so when so, you so went the on a bachelor bachelorette t- party was last june and they were supposed to get married in july so at the end of may i meanwhile like we've july got july of this year last year
0: yeah oh 2017 okay so they went on you went on a bachelorette trip in mexico in june yes and then they July. Were supposed,
1: they were supposed to get married in July. So, but base they had already called off the wedding before the bachelor party. Oh. <laughs> so I got, because we had already booked, we were going to Cabo and yeah. I was like, you know, all the stuff. And so I get an email in my inbox that was just like, um, we're so sorry to anybody that's already made travel arrangements, but you know, we realize we need to take a step back in our relationship and I get this email. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. so I start texting all of her friends because mm-hmm. she lives in Seattle and they're like, oh yeah. And then all the messages started coming and being like, we still love Julie, right? We're still going to go to Cabo, right? And all of us were like, fuck yeah, we're going to Cabo. <laughs> so it became like this very fun, like- Girls trip. Yeah. And it was like, it honestly was the best- trip like, and these yeah. aren't even my like, these are mm-hmm. like her closest friends, but we all like, we had so much fucking fun. And people, she had fun the whole time. Oh my God. Cause people were like, what are you guys doing here? Cause all of Cabo is like, yeah. bachelorette parties yeah. or bachelor parties. And we were like, well, it's a call off engagement. And people were like, Wah! like, people were fucking <laughs> flocking to us, lifting us onto tables, giving us things. And I ended up running into another comic that I knew from LA and he was there on a bachelor party. Mm-hmm. So we like linked up with his friends and we just like, I felt like we were just the kings and queens of fucking Squid <laughs> Ralph and Cabo, which is like the dirtiest ones. I mean, we were dancing on every table. Just, it was nuts, but it was really, really, it was fun because we were like, well, at least we're because like, it wouldn't have probably been that happy
0: if we mm. <laughs> if it was because she was getting married. So it was crazy, yeah. <laughs> so, she, so she is fully um, at peace with the fact that
1: yeah so it's she's, over is she, it over it's over but she went back to the matchmaker met another guy and is now dating this other guy and we kind of told her we're like and she was like immediately like this guy's the one we're like you get
0: one fucking broken engagement <laughs> bitch like you don't get another one of these
1: like if this guy's the guy make sure to give it time what, so
0: what did the matchmaker did they do another assessment on the past guy to like I identify think- the problem
1: I think, well, the matchmaker, you know, because she's getting a lot of money from this guy, was kind of like, I really think he's changed and blah, blah, blah. The matchmaker asked my friend, they're like, would you mind if I set him up with somebody that you knew that was also good? And she's like, like, I don't care for me. She's like, but I don't want another girl to have to like go through the fucking mental bullshit that he put me through. Because he like made her feel really terrible. You know, Mm. like he made her feel. So the matchmaker, so she was like, no she's like don't set him up with anybody i know because that's gonna be like he's gonna be terrible yeah. for them but she set her up with another guy and they're doing well so is he old as shit as well he's uh he's older than her but i, I think he might only be like 40 and she's 37
0: yeah yeah that's yeah. more realistic yeah 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 i think that's more realistic yeah but she was just like he's the one i'm like okay all right i was like you know what we down. have <laughs> women we have to stop saying someone's the yeah. one yeah i was like you i don't even i told myself to i no longer even say that a guy is nice <laughs> when i first meet a guy yeah like you know when you first yeah. meet a guy and your girlfriend's like so what's tell me about him she's like well he's he's really nice He's nice no, no. i don't say it anymore no because if you tell yourself that somebody's nice, it allows you to not see the things that you really need to see. Yeah. Because you've yeah. already created a narrative well, in your mind. And we
1: make so many excuses for things. I was just writing this, like, I looked at this sketch I wrote, like, a couple years ago that was just about, like, all the things we do mm-hmm. when we know we shouldn't, like, text someone, but we, we'll, like, we like make all these excuses, you know, excuses. Yeah. So this girl's like, well, I don't know, he didn't text me back. But, like, it didn't get delivered for, like, five minutes. And so, like, I called Verizon mm-hmm. to see if there was, like, interruption. Maybe he mm-hmm. didn't get, like, we, we, like, trick ourselves so much into things when, like, things are so black and white when it comes to, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it really oh, yeah. is. It's like, they text you or they don't. But, like, that's it's yes or no. It's not, nothing happened. Like there was no hurricane. Like somebody didn't steal his phone. He's not busy at work. It takes two seconds to fucking text someone. And it's just like, we fuck ourselves so bad Mm -hmm. with that. Because
0: we want constant communication. Yeah. And we we want it in a week. We want it like. We want acknowledgement. Even if you can't talk, most women were like, they want a text that says, hey, I can't talk right now, but I'll give you a call. Because if you don't say anything, then it's just like, oh my God. It's
1: like the, the mental like gauntlet, but it's, but because of texting, it's like we assume we deserve this after knowing somebody for seven days because for two days out of that seven, they text you good morning mm. and it's like they set up this precedent. You yeah. cannot do that. I because don't like then good do you morning ex- texts. No, because then you expect it and then it's all of a sudden you have expectations of somebody that you're like, I don't even know your middle name, but I need you to make yeah. sure that... I- you say something to me the minute you fucking wake up. No, I don't. It's I don't terrible.
0: Like it. I don't like it. I don't like good morning texts. I don't send no. good morning texts. No. First of all, you make me feel guilty and bad because you text me at seven thirty and I don't wake up until nine forty five yeah. or ten or eleven, and now I got to text two. you back or two, <laughs> yeah. and now so I'm gonna be I got like, my 2 PM yeah, good coffee." Here. Yeah. yeah, I can't do that. No, it's um, terrible. I read an article. Oh, I saw a post. I think it was on social media. Isn't it funny how you can read something on social media? Like, so I read an article. Oh, you know, there, was there are Articles. It a tweet. It uh, but <laughs> I read a sentence. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but this woman. But this woman
0: said, "Um, somebody, somebody tweeted that like, oh, my grandmother told me that her and her best friend um, tweet each other the smiley face emoji every morning, mm. and if they don't send it, then they know that the other person died." Stop. <laughs>
1: Stop. <laughs> I mean, but that's literally how we should treat things. Like, if I send you a text and you don't respond, I'm just going to assume that you're fucking dead. <laughs> like know, and I'm right? not going to make excuses for you. I'm just going to be like, well, he died. He but passed. I, thought it was about so
0: it. I was like, first of all, that's so sweet. Cause they're old and morbid and morbid. Yeah. And I'm also like, Oh Nana knows emojis. I was about to say, it's
1: also very tight. Te- like, and they're tweeting each yeah. other. They're not even texting. They're yeah. like going and again, logging on. Yeah. <laughs> they're filling out a password mm-hmm. to tell each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hey, guy. I'm alive.
2: <laughs> hey oh Gladys. God. Yeah. <laughs> Smiley face.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. But yeah, it's, um, yeah, we put a lot of, we, it's, I'm like, I'm so glad that I'm not dealing with that anymore. You know, like being in a relationship. Cause I just, I, I, I remember the
0: mental gauntlet that I would put myself But you've been in a relationship for a very long time. For four years. But I was also single
1: until, I mean, I'm 36 now. So Mm -hmm. I was single until I was 32. So there was also a lot of like... What do you
0: mean single from when to when to 32?
1: From, like, I mean, I had a couple stints, but like I'd say like my last major, like I didn't really have major boyfriends. Like Robbie's like probably the most, this is the longest. Like I had two guys that I dated on and off for like three years. Mm -hmm. Like one was from like 19 to 21 and yeah, one was in count. college. Yeah, yeah. and then I, I'd have like spurts where I'd date guys like, and then I had this one guy with a girlfriend that I was like hooked up with on and off for like four years that, mm-hmm. you know, like, he, he would always dangle that like, if I'm breaking up and now that I'm in a relationship, he's like, if I wanted to see you and I'm like, no, I'm like, everything is sale. Like, no, there's gray hairs on this head now. Like we're not, <laughs> we're not like,
0: there's definitely not any hope for us now, that, but. You know, the whole gray hair thing, let's talk about that. Yes, <laughs> that's why I have this head. <laughs> I color. I know. So when I first met you, you were still living in LA. Yeah. And you were like just here, like visiting, or Pop- like doing spots, popping in. or like yeah, right yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then you moved, moved here. Mm-hmm. And then you, yeah, you move moved here. Yeah. And um and then I saw you recently at a show, and I saw you, and I was like, oh, she has gray hairs. Totally. But not in a bad way. Cause no, I'm 37, <laughs> so like I have gray hairs too. But yeah. it also when I see some, it's weird now because like when I see somebody with gray hairs, it makes I'm like, okay, they're definitely in my age range. Yeah and like oh, yeah they un- like they understand life the way i understand life right. isn't
1: that weird yeah no it's like i it's comforting a little bit like i mean i don't want i don't
0: sometimes like i'll take a picture i'll do like but it's Instagram cute story because you like, have oh like a streak God. it's like a solid They're, silver streak it's
1: like all around my head
0: i have gray hairs <laughs> and i just got my hair colored but my and gray hairs diamond. are like on the front line yeah like there's no way to avoid it yeah. like
1: and my hair grows so fast that it's literally like I diet once a month. My cousin comes down because she owns the salon, and she'll come back, and I've got like an inch and a half, wow. like in a fucking month. It's crazy.
0: Because you right. just cut your hair, and it's already like you. Yeah. you cut like a this short is bob. Like, and yeah, now this
1: is two months, and then she's not coming back till June. So I'm like, I have to box diet, which I'm not excited about. But that's why I like. I literally was went to dinner with Robbie's sisters in town and with her like in-laws and they're like oh you're gonna keep your hat on during dinner i was like oh yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so sorry your yeah, gray hair
0: is not that bad <laughs> i know but i just feel but like it gives you i feel like it gives you pizzazz
1: you think they're pizzazzy
0: yeah <laughs> i saw it and i was like oh because i saw the side of it it mm-hmm. was like a, a like a chunk and i was mm-hmm. like oh but i think that's cute when it's a whole see because my grays are straggly like they're just they stick up like yeah, you know some of the short only ones. like charlie brown hairs yeah and they don't they don't they don't behave at all (laughs) so i can't they're not friendly friendly, (laughs) so i can like i can like try to put my hair back and like slick back my front i have to put so much product to get the grace and then like it's some in the middle of my middle part yeah they just be cock blocking yo
1: i know i know I know. That's so normally
0: why. my hair is actually normally my hair is like braided up and I have like, you know, crochet or extensions in it. Yeah. And when I do color it, that's when I wear it. my hair is out right now because I just got a color you and just colored it it'll be out for maybe another like month. And then I'm braiding it back up. And yeah. you probably won't see my hair again until like summertime. I <laughs> know. Um, keep it hidden. Till I keep it hidden. I keep it hidden. And <laughs> that's then fair. I just. Yeah. But I do think that there is something to like a woman with gray hairs. But I think if you have gray hairs, your hair has to be on point.
1: That's what I'm saying. Because I, and that's even why I cut it. Because I was like, I can't have gray hairs and just like let it fall like, yeah. naturally. Because I don't, because you I'm, look like a witch. You do, yeah, I, And I felt like it was. I look at pictures and I was like, with the nose and the, the, everything. No, and um, I'm not saying you look like a witch, but you know what I'm saying? Like that
0: long no, Chloe, old lady. No, I look like a witch. <laughs> no, you don't look. That long, oh, like the, you know how they always show the witch in the cartoons? Like yeah. when she's home and she put her bun down.
2: Yeah.
0: And it's, <laughs> it's just like the long.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just see Amy laughing. <laughs> <laughs> My roommate is in the bathroom cracking. Yeah, relaxing it in <laughs> in out. Yeah, like uh mellow time when yeah. the witch just wants to go home and have a glass of wine yeah. and watch The Bachelor. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. That's 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 how I felt. Yeah, with the long hair though. Because it's like if I don't do because it's like I don't contour, like I, I just feel like I'm I'm so like backwards with like lady stuff, you know. Like I was even watching these like on like Facebook, like the drag queens when they contour, and there's like there's like eight fucking layers oh, of yeah. makeup. Yeah. And I'm like, you look fantastic but so i don't too much you put purple and you put red and there's a green layer and yeah. like i don't even know like you go through, i you barely go get around four shades on. darker
0: to get lighter it's just yes. like it's too yes. much yes. i put my makeup on in four minutes i flat yes yes there's no contouring Mm-mm. i damn it i don't even have blush sometimes i just like put my blush powder and like my red lipstick and just make it and work it. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: i'm like i'm a mascara and then i put like a highlighter on and sometimes when I'm Because I get really bad bags. Sometimes I'll do that. But it's like, I watched myself, though. I just did a sketch with somebody Mm -hmm. and I watched myself on camera and I was like, (laughs) I need to to look into contour. (laughs) Because I was like looking at my face and I was like, oh, like it just, I, you know, because you don't stare at your face all the time. I mean, you take, we all take selfies, Mm -hmm. we get ready in the mirror. But I was like watching myself. I was like, oh, this is why people do makeup, especially like, (laughs) like, this is why people make an effort sometimes because otherwise you look a little bit
0: like bleh. yeah you need to I do do a full, I do a full cover I do I always put a foot okay. like I'm if I'm gonna be on camera or if it's like yeah. something important I'll do a full cover yeah. but like I also been eating really shitty so I have like blemishes and yeah. for me my blemishes stay a really long time like weeks on weeks so I'm I'll just cover up like I you know I've been going out on dates so I'll just like cover up my blemishes yeah and um and then I got hyper pigmentation around the corners of my mm. mouth recently and that freaked me out and I've never had that. So if you are a woman and you have hyperpigmentation, like the little like it looks like little dark spots on your nose. It like it your mustache, go, mustache, yeah, on your nose like your mustache. Yeah. So I went to my um my doctor, my chiropractor, acupuncturist, and she <laughs> is do <laughs> she does it all. <laughs> all in one. You're like, um, It's yeah, actually yeah, she's just like, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, drink this tea and get your life together. <laughs> yeah. Um so what is it? Is it it's Eastern medicine? Like, yeah. It's Eastern medicine. Yeah, Because right? like western medicine is like um pills. opiates yeah yeah, yeah. Um, is yeah oxycontin <laughs> yeah. western medicine is we give it children yeah. heroin yeah, yeah so eastern medicine <laughs> so she practiced eastern medicine and i told her she didn't even look at my face because i was like face down on the table and she was like putting the needles in my back and i was like yeah okay. she asked me she was like how's your stomach and and she was like because when i was strict vegan which i'm going back to right into that yeah when i was strict vegan i was vegan for like a year and a half and i became anemic and she told me she was oh, like no. you're 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 becoming anemic because i was just telling her things i was like yeah i can't really sleep and, she said, and she's this like is what it is. this is what it is she was like you need That's to put crazy. more protein in your body and i had an injury and my injury wasn't healing and she was like you're coming here every week and i know you're feeling better temporarily but this needs to heal you need to eat some she was like go to the fireplace and get you some beef broth and some cartilage and eat it oh man and you'll feel better and i was is like this, okay.
1: you were the one that told me that she looked at your hand and was just like you've been drinking a little bit right yeah That's Mm -hmm. crazy.
0: Yeah, and so I told her about the hyperpigmentation, and she said, "Oh, it's hormonal. You're eating too much sugar."
1: I was like, "Fuck!" Isn't it like it's just when you you, go
0: to people like that, it makes you reassess our modern medicine. But it's also scary.
1: It's like I don't want somebody to look at my face and be like, "I know you've had eight glasses of red wine in the past twenty four hours." Yeah, I do.
0: I love it. You love it. I just feel like
1: I just I really want to go to like uh like an internist or something. Mm -hmm. But I also don't want to be told, like, I can't have something daily, <laughs> that I, because I know that I'm going to go in there and going to be like,
0: you need to fucking stop with the that's cheese. Because that's whole like, I pretty point. much, I
1: know, but I don't want that. <laughs>
0: that's why I'm scared. That's the whole but point. But you don't have to do it forever. You can just, because also I remember when I was a kid growing up, I, oh, by the way, I'm writing a book and, yeah. and it's about like me being a fat kid. But when I was a kid growing up, I drank milk every fucking day. Like I could not eat whole anything milk? sweet whole Nasty buttery ass milk Damn. every day. I put milk in my coffee, but I'm lactose intolerant now, so I have to. Put yeah, lactaid. I wouldn't eat any. If my mother made pancakes, I would not eat it unless it was a big tall glass of milk. So if really? she made pancakes and she was like, "I'm sorry, all well, I was like, "I guess I can't eat that." Pan- I couldn't eat cook. I couldn't eat any say like sweet without having milk with milk, it. Cookie cake that's cupcake pie yeah. i had to have milk yeah pancakes had to have milk all,
1: only like sweet stuff or would you have it with like dinner as well
0: no 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 i would have like iced tea with dinner but okay. anything sweet had to have milk right i would dip my oreos and i was i mean out that's of delicious, control. delicious but that's a lot yeah whole milk <laughs> I was and then out of control. <laughs> like from from childhood all the way to like my early 20s and then like mid-20s i started like learning more about like holistic medicine and healing and like eating right and you know trying to cleanse your body and stuff like that i had like a medical issue and i was like well i'm taking all these antibiotics i need to get all of the shit out of my system and so Mm -hmm. i did like a vegan cleanse and it was 21 days and i did this vegan cleanse i was like 24 25 yeah and at the end of that cleanse i was like oh i guess i'm done with my 21 days i can go back to my life yeah and i went to drink milk and my body was like no the fuck you not really could not cannot drink milk again. So you may love it. crazy. But then when you remove it from your body I know. And try to bring it back. i you really realize the effect.
2: Yeah,
1: I always tell myself, you know, before I go to sleep, I, I think about all the things that I'm going to do the next day and all the ways I'm going to like change my life, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, tomorrow, you're going to write this, you're going to eat like this, you're going to work out, you know, the day comes yeah. and I'm like, I'm going to play on my phone for three hours before yeah. I do anything, yeah. you know, and then I just do nothing. Mm-hmm. But I always like at night, I'm like, you could give up dairy for like, just try giving up dairy. For try. A-. I like, but I... I crave cheese so hard that if I go have like Thai food or sushi, I come home and I eat cheese. But But if my meal doesn't include (laughs) cheese, I have to come home and like string it out or like eat, like I'm, it's so crazy. So whenever at night I'm like, you can do it. Just try it. Maybe you'll have energy. Maybe all this.
0: But your body is craving something else. So that's the other thing. The the food is, is, is symbolic of what you actually really, what your body really needs. Mm -hmm. So you have to get down to like what that vitamin is. Cause like there was a time when I was just like, craving, I was like craving root beer and I, you know, like craving it. And I was like, what is wrong with me? And people were like, oh, you may be, it may be X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? And it was? was It's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. It's like weird things when you When I've
1: gotten blood work, it does say that I'm like vitamin D deficient, which is crazy because I lived in hell, in LA, I was about to call it on (laughs) accident. I lived in LA, I lived in Hawaii, so So it was not, it wasn't like I was not getting enough sun and I fucking eat cheese like crazy.
0: So maybe it is, yeah, you may have to just what? do a supplement and cut back on the cheese. <laughs> I know your poops have to be hard as fuck, girl. I kombucha. It. Oh, but I'm also lactose intolerant, so the
1: poops flow. Yeah, because my body's like you're not supposed to eat this. But I've started doing kombucha and probiotics because I I, do probiotics. Ne- I needed this the poops to feel we, definite. My poops were not definite.
0: We deserve every gray hair we have. We're <laughs> like, sitting here talking about probiotics <laughs> and kombucha and poops. yeah, we're at that spot. It's a good spot. I, I've been mm. telling a joke lately about like I just turned 37 and people applaud and I'm like don't because nobody cares about 37. Yeah. Because it's true. It's mm-hmm. not a year. Nobody looks back and is like, you know, when I was 37. Nobody. Nobody. I feel like from 35 to 40, you just it's shouldn't it, it's, even, it's, you should go somewhere. Go live you just round up. Nobody cares. Yeah. You round up. Once I turn 37, people are like, yeah, you're almost 40. I'm like,
1: oh, really? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> you're know what right. You just buy me a coffin. You're I'm fine. sitting here <laughs> thinking like,
0: okay, well, I guess 40 is definitely going to be better than 37 because nobody gives a shit about 37. Mm-mm. Thirty. Nobody gives a shit about thirty-six. Nobody says like
1: thirty-five. I feel like it's one of those ones because you're like almost
0: leading into the yeah,
1: and then once you go over that line, people just are but, like
0: thirty-six. Might as well is sew cool, up your though, vagina because thirty-six is still close enough to thirty-five, so you be like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm still in my mid-thirties. But thirty-seven yeah. is no, you've turned the corner <laughs> and you're in the final stretch to forty.
1: And it goes fast, man. After twenty-one, I feel like I just blinked and I was like. my back hurts what the hell
0: i actually vaguely remember my 20s and that's because i worked so hard yeah, like I was a I wasn't in comedy. I didn't start comedy till twenty nine. Yeah, I was a workaholic. I would go to work. I worked in media. I would be at my office for like ten, twelve hours a day. I really? spent the night in my office when we we're like closing an issue on a magazine. I worked in you know for a magazine. Yeah, so I was always working. That's crazy. And I never really had fun. I didn't really have fun in my twenties. Like I mean, I had like moments, but you know, when people are like yeah, yeah twenty five, twenty six, I was out and partying every night. That we I I was working, yeah. and when I would party, I would like. Party hard, but I also was never a big, big drinker. I never got drunk a lot. I wasn't, I didn't, I would, I probably, even now, I probably may have a drink like a week. And (sighs) that's probably because I'm at the bar and a bartender acts and you feel guilty like you get paid on drinks too. (laughs) I did a show this week and I got, um, Pa- paid in scratch off tickets stop two scratch off tickets i appreciate that more than a drink i didn't even do it yet they're still on my dining room <laughs> table i gotta i just remember that i was like oh that's fun you that's could fun be though. like that
1: one girl in where was she in canada in, in quebec and oh. she was like on her 18th birthday she bought one scratch off and one and now she's she instead of getting the lump sum she's getting a thousand dollars a week for fucking life scratch those things you could be that that lucky
0: i could be that i think about it too you know the uh the lotto was like a half a billion dollars right now like 500 and (sighs) something 20 million it's insane would you play do you play lotto sometimes we used to it was like a family because the way that my
1: mom my mom my dad and my sister's birthday all of our numbers are exactly like seven numbers. Mm-hmm. So we would, o- so my parents would always go play the same mm. the same numbers. Cause it's like I'm February 7th, so it's two seven. My sister's July 21st, so was, that's a seven and then 21. And then both my parents are born on the 29th. So it's March 29th and November 29th. So we'd play two seven, three, 11, 21,
0: and 29. Mm. Well, I guess with five five numbers then. You just told people some lotto numbers to play.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, if you play those, you have to give me some, <laughs> you have to at least pay me a little bit. But so they would play every so often, so I remember that. And mm-hmm. My grandma was always like a big, we always were like gambling. Like we, we played, like I played poker with my grandma for money and like my cards and like my grandma, when I was like in third grade, got me like a fake slot machine that you had to put quarters Are into. Are for real? Oh my God, she took me to Vegas for my 21st birthday. So we've always like been kind of like gambling. Like I still play cards with my dad and we still do. My dad would even do things like, next song that comes on the radio, boy group, girl group, boy or girl for a dollar. And we'd all have to pick and like pay up. Like we,
0: yeah so where did you grow up san francisco Mm, how big was your family just
1: just me and my sister oh that's it yeah for irish catholic that's well we were not we were my mom we're like 20 percent irish but my mom really wanted us to be irish catholic (laughs) so she would like buy us all the irish (laughs) prayers and like clatter rings and stuff like that why i don't i don't know but like we were kind of like a mixture and then i just found out two years ago that like i'm like Kind of Jewish, like really Jewish. Like it was, <laughs> what? like I went to Catholic fucking school, like
2: Who all this was stuff.
1: Jewish. My grandpa, my, so it's on my dad's side, so apparently that's not real, but my grandpa that lived with us apparently was 100% Jewish. And my dad was like, yeah, we just didn't talk about it. Because when they came to San Francisco, they just didn't talk about it. Oh. So like my grandpa was Jewish and they moved to San Francisco. From like the uh, old his parents, his parents were like full on like fled Ukraine. Oh, okay. And so we went to Chicago for my. For his sister's hundredth birthday, like two years ago, because she turned a hundred and she was still kicking. She was like a famous artist in Chicago. Mm. She like had two dogs. she was still like cleaning her own house. I mean she said she has since passed. She passed about a year ago. But she was hundred and she was Mm -hmm. still pretty much all there. And she was talking about something and she's like, Yeah, well being hundred percent Jewish. And I was like, What? And my dad was my dad, my sister, and my aunt were like, Yeah, you didn't know. I was like, why wouldn't anybody tell me? Because my whole life people have been like, You're Jewish. And I'm like, I look it. And they're like, No, you're Jewish. And I was like, No, I don't know. But apparently even Balsham comes from Balsham Tov, which was this like crazy white magic rabbi who like invented Kabbalah. Mm. (laughs) Like a full on like that's yeah. And so Robbie's mom is israeli and it was so funny i was telling her about it and she was telling like her family in israel and they all know who like balsham taught us they're like yeah like it was like a whole a whole thing and catholic so your boyfriend school, is
0: jewish he's jewish so you found your way back home yeah you know, i was always
1: chosen and it was always <laughs> gonna happen you know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but i but grew up around all irish catholics yeah
0: and how did you get into comedy comedy was like
1: um I mean, it was like that thing where I was always the in all of my yearbooks. Everyone was like, "See like I was always like voted class mm-hmm. clown, and that was just always I think disruptive. And they were just like, "Oh, she's funny," you know. Um, but then in college, we were doing. I was a theater major, and they were doing like a benefit for like something, and like everybody was doing stand up, and I was like, "I don't want to do it. Like, it sounds scary. Like, I could be funny in conversation, but writing stuff." Oh, but that
0: stuff- was the the requirement was everybody was doing stand-up
1: no it was just like we they were holding a benefit and like a bunch of people that weren't even like they were like oh come on so-and-so is gonna do just do it's like like seven six minutes or something like that they had no idea what
0: they're talking about no
1: we were all theater majors so it was all very like dramatic (laughs) and everything but but i ended up doing it and it was really fun and i don't even think i feel like somebody said they have a video of it somewhere but i did it and it was like fun and it kind of like came out naturally i was like okay this is cool and because I was like, I don't want to do it in front of people I know because yeah. they think I'm funny anyway, mm-hmm. whatever. And then I did it, and then I was doing like a once-a-month bringer at the comedy store for like a year. Mm. But, you know, it was it was all very – and I do have actually video of like the second and third time I've ever done stand-up because they used to film everything if you did like a produced show in the belly room. Oh, really? Yeah, I have them somewhere. I don't think I have them here. I think I have them like in storage at my dad's house. But I did that for a year, Um and kind of like dabbled in it. And then I moved to Hawaii for three years. So I was kind Hawaii? of like, yeah.
0: What was in Hawaii? Nothing.
1: God, nothing. It was just, I like moved there with a girlfriend for just, we were going to go for like three months. And I was there for three years and she still is there. Married with two kids, owns business.
0: How crazy did you finagle three months into three years? Well, when we got there, we like, had a did place... did you go back home and get more clothes, or you just... No,
1: Why we packed a suitcase. What? The thing about Hawaii, though, is because people leave and come and go so often, that it's like, we we moved into this apartment. It was, like, literally a studio with two mattresses on the floor. And, like, the woman was like, oh, so-and-so is moving out. So, then you just go to that apartment, take furniture that you need, you know. And it's like, everything kind of is, like, very transient that yeah. way. And you're not wearing that much clothes. yeah. So, you're kind of, like, just buying, like, $10 cotton dresses from, like a little cheapy store but so we had a place to stay for five days we moved there and then we found like another weird little place to stay for like a week and then we found an apartment and it was a seven month lease and we Mm -hmm. were like okay let's try it and then after seven months we were like oh no no we live here we live here and then so (laughs) stayed and then i eventually left because i still kind of wanted to try comedy Mm -hmm. and she's still there
0: so you just worked a regular job oh, yeah. and- i worked
1: at a beachfront restaurant i worked at a magic show i worked at a group home i like nannied i did like all kinds of weird i worked at a breakfast well i worked at a soup slash breakfast place what yeah it, that guy was fucking crazy um but it was like a very popular breakfast place um but they also had like soup hot ass <laughs> soup in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah but it that was the best place because that, that's when like it was like one of those very it wasn't like super touristy, but there were people that would come in and be like, I just came in from America. What should I get? And I'd be like, oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> like, that's where, like, I would get people like that.
0: And I was like, all right. <laughs> They're idiots. Yeah. Um, so, so, what is, so what is Hawaiian culture like? I mean, because what part of the island were you? I was up? on Maui.
1: So I was on the west side of Maui, which is very transient, very mm-hmm. like a lot of just like lost people from the mainland. You know, like yeah. and so if when you go like on the other side, like my another one of my best friends now, her husband grew up there. But so they live like up country. Like they live on a whole other side of the mm-hmm. island that's not really like beachfront. So it's a little more like local up there. Um but like where I lived it was it was nice because it was like once you, it was I mean, it was super expensive, but like once you live there, you kind of like, it becomes almost like this barter system. Like you work at a restaurant, so somebody comes in and eats, you give them free drinks and appetizers, they give you a huge tip, you go to their bar, they give you free drinks, you give them a huge tip, you go to the, you know, like it's oh. so it's like the whole, it's like a $50 tip just like kept circling, you know, mm. with everybody everywhere you went. And plus if you had a Hawaiian ID, you would get 15 to 25% off of certain things. They called it like kama'aina. Wow! So
0: with the Hawaiian ID, I
1: could go buy something and you'd get
0: a discount. So it was like, yeah, because I want to know like, um, yeah. what is what is the experience there when it comes to you know, I guess gentrification? Because I know locals are fighting. They do they still fight? Was it was it they think present they... to you for you to see them being like, this is our island. This is what we want to preserve certain things.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there there's always still talk of like that they want they think the island was stolen and mm-hmm. they want to go back. But it's also like I think that there is such a thing as like island time where it's like there are also like people that don't run on time. You know, like it's also like yeah. nothing is an emergency there. There is no, nobody moves fast. Fe- like there's nothing there's no sense of urgency from anyone. Wow! But it's also like, I think there's a lack of understanding where it's like, okay, if you break off and you want to be your own place, like the government, what are you gonna do with all your trash? Like you think that, that that's regulated yeah. by, like that's regulated by the whole thing. Like mm-hmm. you can be your own thing, but like, what the fuck's gonna happen? Like, the there's infrastructure so
0: is so embedded that yeah. if you remove all of that, then what is gonna happen?
1: Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's a lot of that going on. But also, like I said, where I was, there was a lot of, it was a lot of transient, like a lot of people that are, that come there for so like, it's like Williamsburg. Yeah. It's like a lot of people that come there for like a a year to three years mm-hmm. and work in the restaurants and just like fucking
0: surf and like run around in their bathing suits and just get drunk, yeah. which is
1: like what I did, you know, it was very fun. Um, the
0: Mormons are really big in Hawaii.
1: I think that there is I don't a know thing.
0: what Island they are, but they, they, yeah. they run a resort. They own a pineapple farm. Yeah. They have like a, like a, like a wilderness place that they yeah. run. Yeah. There's
1: a, there's a lot of, there's a, there is a lot of like religion there's a lot of kind of like it's very spiritual like there's a lot of like those things where it's like when you go through the t- this certain tunnel you have to honk your horn and there's like you know if you see um what was her name not paley yeah maybe maybe paley like if you see her on the side of the road you have to pick her up but it's like a spirit you know and like you can't bring pork to hana otherwise the menahunes which are like these little children spirits will like Eat, eat, like there's all kinds of weird things are like you know you don't want to camp because there's also a lot of like burial grounds that things mm-hmm. have been built on so there's a lot of like
0: but at least a lot they of tell spooky, <laughs> spooky at least shit. they tell the like mainlanders what it is and you have to respect
1: yeah there are there are a the lot beliefs. of like yeah there are a lot of things like that though mm-hmm. in Hawaii like it's a very there's a lot of little like weird things like that so it's it's it was interesting, but again, like I said, like I was kind of more on the traveler side. And then when I went over the summer to visit my friend who lives like more up country, that was more of like real life. Like, oh, you're just, you live on land and you yeah. go and you grow shop and you do all something. Mm-hmm. stuff. And it's not so much like, all we do is go to the beach and tan, which is like <laughs> all I wanted to do when I left there. <laughs> and she's like, no, no. There's like a working community up here. I was like, oh, I get that. But When
0: you lived in LA, did you go to the beach
1: often? No, no, <laughs> never. Are you fucking kidding me? It's cold there. No, I never went. I lived in Manhattan Beach. I live like two blocks from the beach. Do you time, never went to the beach? I went like a handful of times.
0: What is it? Why is it that LA people don't like going to the beach?
1: I mean, I think some do, but like legitimately, it's freezing. Like it could be a really nice day and the closer you get to the water, it's like a little bit yeah, colder. Mm-hmm. But also the water's fucking cold. It's dirty. I did go skinny dipping one time with my friend at night and um, we were hammered and we didn't know that there was all these signs because there was tar in the water. Ooh. So we were supposed to go in. So we got out. We had fucking black tar. We had to rub orange peels on us, hammered, to get it off. We had tar all over our bodies.
0: Why the fuck is the tar in the water? I don't know.
1: It was like every so often there was times where they were like, don't go in the water. And we just... She was like moving back somewhere. So we were like,
0: let's go skin
1: anything. Oh and we ran. Gosh. And so who and told out. you how to get the tar off? Well, I think... I, I don't even think we... I don't know. We were hammered. We called, we phoned a friend. We had a friend come over at like two in the morning. We were just naked and he was just rubbing us with orange peels. We're like, like we didn't know. Oh my gosh. We are crazy.
0: But yeah. So what made you move to New York City? Mm. Comedy, essentially. Comedy. So let's talk about the scenes in LA versus New York. Oh sure. Yeah. So I've been, I've actually been a little bit nicer about the L.A. scene because I was yeah. just out there last year, yeah. but it's still shitty And the sense <laughs> that you can't live. You can't... You don't get you paid. You can't pay. Like, the fact that they still pay people $10 a spot... Because nobody... Out- I feel that L.A... They
1: want to do comedy, but they don't want it to be their... Like, people in L.A. do comedy to springboard into something else. Like, they all want to do other Mm -hmm. things, you know? Not to say that there's not incredible comics out there, because I think there are some really good ones. But I do think that in L.A., it's more of a thing like let me show you who I am on stage for 10 minutes and then I want but I really just want my own show or I really want to act because mm. there's so many comics in LA and we, me and Robbie talk about it all the time like there's comics that you're like this guy's really funny I could never fucking watch him for 30 minutes <laughs> <laughs> never not even not yeah. even I barely like the 5 was good the 12 yeah. is almost excruciating because it's
0: so it's so rehearsed the sets are so it's character, rehearsed
1: there's a lot of like character work yeah mm-hmm. there's a lot of there's also a lot of entitlement so there's also a lot of people that get on stage and are like like I'm funny and you're like you're not though and they they believe that they deserve things that they don't deserve which I feel like in New York people know that you have to work for things yeah and people focus more on words because it's like the spaces are physically smaller Mm -hmm. so you can't roll around on the ground or do weird huge act outs because you don't have this base Mm -hmm. like I mean there's you know even clubs where like the ceiling is within reach Yeah. yeah so it's like you can't be like so crazy when you're physically restrained so I don't know like I mean I, I feel I didn't know I didn't I never hated LA when I was doing comedy in LA I was like oh I love it like and I was getting stage time when I, mean, mm-hmm. I was driving like two hours outside of mm. L, you know I was yeah. driving a lot and you could only do one spot if yeah. you're not in all three of those clubs yeah. which I wasn't but I I also feel like starting there made me stronger than I think if I started in like a, one of the starter cities, you know, it's oh, like yeah. when you kind of start up against and you're doing the open mic at the the store and you're like up against this kind of like caliber of the ones that are good.
0: The open mic at the store is like 45 comics and you get like what 3 3 mi- minutes, 10 yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, but now apparently like cuz they used to do it Sunday Mondays, now they only do it on Mondays, but it's like in front of a sold out crowd now. Mm. It's like they're the the store is like really like on a on a high.
0: Yeah, there yeah. This, the comedy store—they always have sold out shows, mm-hmm. which is which is why I'm like, how are you paying people ten dollars? I don't you know. Have three, you have three. I think it's more of the clout. Out. Yeah, but it's but just not, Yeah, it's. I was there. I was in LA for about three months, and I probably made all of like a hundred and seventy dollars. But that's comedy. more than I made in four years. Though. Shut up. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: no like legit i'd drive to san bernardino for two hours and they'd hand me 15 bucks and
0: i was still kind of like what i didn't like i didn't even know how to accept it i was talking to somebody i think it was ari shaffer yeah. and we were talking about how la he's like it's ridiculous they should really pay comics out there yeah and then, and then he goes but the flip side is that when comics from the uk and overseas come here they're like what you get paid 25 we get paid 300 dollars for 20 minute sets yeah, like they get paid way more than we get paid here, so yeah. it's always you know dog eat dog.
1: But I think the whole LA, it which is such a gross way of thinking is like
0: yeah, but you don't know who's in the audience, it, and it do, that doesn't work anymore. It works
1: like for like a handful of people, <sighs> but it's also like very, so yeah, but yeah. it's also like so far and few between that you hear somebody, uh, you hear of somebody being discovered that way. Like or you hear of somebody being like, Who's that girl on stage over there? We want to yeah. put her in the pictures. You know, like no, doesn't, that doesn't <laughs> happen.
0: No. It does not happen. I used to think that when I like when I was probably f- fresh into college. Yeah. When I first got into college and I really was like playing basketball like super, super intense and lost a bunch of weight and was weight training and everything. Yeah. And everybody was like, you should be a model. And I was like, if it happens, it will happen. <laughs> I'll just walk down the street. You know, Maybe like I'll, I'll go to the mall. Times Square. Yeah. yeah, and someone's like, "Who is that tall black Amazon? <laughs> she needs to be in this dub commercial." She needs to be on the cover. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. never happen. No, it doesn't happen that way. No, it's
1: and it's so funny because I feel like we highlight the like five times that it does. Like Jennifer Lawrence, I think, said the, her her
0: story is that she was walking through Times Square and somebody was like, "You there?" And it's like Giselle Bundchen. In oh yeah, Brazil, and somebody yeah. saw her. And but you know what? No shade to Giselle, but if you saw women in Brazil, you be like, of all the women in Brazil, uh, yeah, you spotted Giselle, Giselle, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she has a twin sister, which I always feel bad for because she's like a fraternal feel twin sister. So bad with people, celebrities, <laughs> and have they're twins. like,
1: Giselle's most beautiful, and she has a sister yeah. that looks okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, Ashton Kutcher has a twin. Yeah, and you when you see these twins, you're like, okay, you know other uh, what's his name? Um. Not Rami. What's his name? The guy that plays in Mr. Robot. And he's now going to be Freddie Mercury. Oh. um That guy. That creepy guy.
1: Wait. He's going to be. I just.
0: I can't remember his name. But him. He has a twin brother.
1: I just saw the Freddie. Now that's going to bug me. I'm going to have to ask Google in a little bit. Yeah. But yeah,
0: yeah, when I think about it, also even general in general, when celebrities just have siblings, period, and you see them in a picture together and you're just like, why does this one look like they came from the alternative universe Mm -hmm. and you look like that? But you realize how much money that these celebrities spend on their like upkeep and maintenance.
1: Yeah. Well, that's even like me and Robbie were watching something. He's like, I can't tell if this girl's hot or rich (laughs) because you don't know because you're like, do you like, are
0: you cute or do you have a team of people? Always a team of people. Always a team of people. Yeah, yeah, and then when you see their beauty regimens, it's like I inject vampire blood into my eyelids, and then I sleep for twenty minutes every twenty minutes, and you're just like, oh, okay, that's what like it doing. must be fucking nice. Uh, I just found an article that LeBron James spends one point five million dollars a year on his body, like his like from Does personal he? trainer to chef to to massage to ch- chirotherapy to rehab to everything. Like from his maintenance is like a million five a year.
1: I mean, I guess if you have money, what what are you? gonna spend i mean like i guess
0: they were like he has to he spends this much money to keep his body in peak physical condition because he's 33 i was like shut the is fuck he only 33 exactly why does he
1: look like he is he was brought back to life i don't
0: know i think <laughs> it's just his hairline year. it's just the hairline And he
1: already got his hair done and it's like, it's and like it his, went away it went away again because you and sweat it's all patchy, every night yeah.
0: you could i mean he should just be bald and own it like just shave it
2: just like you're a, a guy you can do that
0: if steve harvey could do it you can do it i mean we should all take lessons from steve harvey what's his name what's the guy <laughs> what's his name the the comedy guy um howie mandel he's oh bald. yeah he's been bald for a while yeah um yeah. gallagher's now bald is he he shaved it off well he did have that weird he just had weird like he had the hat with the, tail. On the side yeah, yeah yeah, said, yeah. can you imagine guy? there was a time in comedy where gallagher was a thing yeah my parents saw him live but when you watch it now... He smashes stuff. He just smashes stuff.
1: But at the same time, like, is alt comedy any different <laughs> than that? You know what I mean? Like, I did love that scene in Crashing where they had a... What's his bucket? Joe Joe um, Mackey came out uh-huh. as a robot. Oh, yes. <laughs> He's yeah, like, yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. it's laundry day. And you're like, yeah, this is what it is. But it's also, like, it's just goofy. It's kind of, like, off the side of comedy. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's not straight stand-up, which I, which I get. But also, like... You know, that's also kind of almost what a lot of L.A. comedy reminds me of. It's, it's like, like people improv. trying. I remember going to a fucking mic and this girl still does comedy and she's insufferable. And she um, actually she had like something like on. Uh, like cause sometimes I'll hate watch comedy just because I'm like I know this is gonna be terrible yeah and I'm gonna fucking watch it but
0: you know what the best thing about hate watching comedy is when you meet eyes with another person who's also hate watching it and yeah. you give each other the like the,
2: yeah, like, mm-hmm,
1: yeah we know <laughs> yeah we know but this was on like Netflix it was like one of those like comedy dynamic specials or something mm-hmm. like that and she it was the the laughs were so clearly edited in because what she was saying was such trash that you were just like I feel bad for the editors that mm-hmm. had to make fake laughing sound mm-hmm. because you, you would actually see the audience like not moving (laughs) and you but the laugh like (laughs) like shoulder shrugging and there was nothing happening in the audience but she i was at a mic with her one time and she like her notebook was like a giant like fucking never-ending story type Mm. giant book Mm -hmm. And she decided to take the microphone outside of the room, and it was like it opened up into this patio. And she stood outside of the patio in front of the glass with the microphone, and did her jokes like that. And it was like, get on the fuck this, get it, get on the what fucking stage. What is she stage. doing? What is she about? I. It was like one of those things where I was like, I. If, I even as like a, a year and a half into comedy or two years, I was kind of like, I don't feel like I like this. I don't feel like this is something that I... This is this doesn't is feel like comedy to me. Like yeah. she was reading and she would say words just to like get a reaction. And it's like, I don't know. Like, isn't it supposed to be funny? Like, do we have to think? I don't know. Yeah. Talking, no. i fucking no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I remember just being like, this is... Get on the stage. Yeah. Like, get inside. What mm. are you doing? Or like turn your... Like people would turn their back. Like just... I don't know Gallagher so that's what I'm saying like I'm sure that at one point that guy was like this is something new and different and people did think Mm -hmm. it's like when we reward smashing watermelons that's why people go and stand outside and do jokes
0: (laughs) true
1: you know like I feel like he true made it okay for people to be like I'm just gonna try this and but sometimes it fucking works sometimes sometimes yeah but sometimes you're also like if people buy into this I'm quitting forever (laughs) (laughs) how long have you been doing comedy now eight eight and change yeah yeah
0: yeah we're about the same yeah Um, and and i feel like when you get to this point you're like okay so i've just been telling jokes for eight years Mm -hmm. it's time to kick it up and be some other stuff to to be a business now it's like i was talking to amy about that like
1: i can't get mad at people getting stuff when they're putting themselves out there Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have a clear narrative on my Facebook or on any, like, so it's like. Why don't you? What are you you doing? I don't know. I don't know. It's just one of those things that, you know, like we said, when you hate watch somebody or you judge somebody on social media, I I like, I use that same eye with myself, you know? And so I'm like, I could, I want to be one of those people that's constantly with every thought because those are the people that are getting noticed Mm -hmm. because they're constantly doing shit. And a lot of them are very talented, but it's like, yeah, why would somebody pick somebody that's that's constant that's like this is who i am and i'm constantly out there and i'm doing shit or some of me where they're like oh yeah i know she's funny on stage but i don't have i'm not creating yeah a- a
0: fucking presence for myself you have and that's the key thing it's like it's okay to it's okay to package yourself it's mm-hmm. okay because you know a lot of times like people don't i think a lot of times Whoa. people don't think about the fact that like we really are artist and if you yeah. were working any other medium of art being a painter or a sculptor you when you're when you yourself the artist ha- have decided that this is ready to be consumed by the yeah. public then and only then yeah. is it ready yeah and that's what we have to do I with know. ourselves as yeah. the art because comedy is not just the joke it's the person like an artist a painter is a painter but it's really you're really absorbing buying taking in whatever they put on that canvas yeah when you're a comedian it's the whole person is that yeah and so for up until you know up until this point we're just going out and we're telling our jokes to the audience mm-hmm. but when you talk about the industry standard or being a household you, name it's you it's, need to, you. it's yeah. like like the whole thing with roseanne it's like yeah people are consuming her yeah and that's because of her ideals now. Because whichever she, they Because she's be, her narrative.
1: She's got her, her thing. They updated that she's, this show according
0: yeah. to what she really believes. Even though she's going to end up fucking that show up because she you just think? her tweets are going. Her tweets crazy. She just tweeted that's we need to congratulate oh, Donald Trump for that. yeah getting out, getting all the kids out of the sex, sex dungeons. Girl, that's
1: crazy. But then and then wasn't there just like so many people were like. Um, what are you talking about yeah <laughs> like everyone was like uh support I read, facts like okay so
0: happening? i read the article <laughs> that explains it oh there was there was okay because so, i just saw yeah so roseanne if you basic. don't know roseanne barr tweeted out that we need so basically roseanne barr has been on this like anti-hillary pro-donald trump thing anti-democracy for like a while now yeah but okay. nobody was paying attention to her because she was sidebar
1: i did vote for her <laughs> bunch of years ago really (laughs) because
0: i didn't know what the fuck i was doing (laughs) she was on there i was like this seems fun (laughs) in california yeah so she so she's been on this like whole anti-whatever anti-establishment thing so she's been for donald trump and nobody really cared because she wasn't doing anything big. She wasn't relevant. No. Yeah. But now that they were bringing Roseanne back, yeah. now everybody is starting to notice. And they wrote notice. it into the show. They wrote it into the show. I didn't, wa- I didn't watch the, I did not watch the first episode. And I actually really, really liked the Roseanne show. Yeah. But I know that this is who she really is. And she's way more extremist than this character. Right. So I don't even want to give it any credence.
1: It's it's really interesting because I, I me and Robbie watched it. I was like, is this what it was supposed to like? This was what it was supposed to be. And he's like, yeah, they kind of knew, they they know who she is and they did this whole kind of like narrative around her. And there are are like, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. And and it's just so interesting this is what they're doing because they they kind of show some tolerance on both their, because like then her sister's like Mm -hmm. a huge Hillary person and she's the Trump person. And there's a little bit of backstory of why she would have voted, but it also just still seems a little bit kind of like The reason, us making jokes about Trump being president is the reason why he's a fucking president right now. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and we're kind of still now playing into this, like, let's make it funny that he's a president i'm like it's not
0: no and also they're funny. taking her personality and they're sterilizing it to make it laughable and yeah, lighthearted because and she's, she's not, a
1: little tolerant she's tolerant in the show but in yeah. but then
0: but then her show debuts to these mega ratings donald yeah. trump calls her and congratulates her yeah. no now it's, it's and then she tweets we need to thank donald trump for getting kids out of sex dungeons yeah and so basically this theory, this conspiracy theory which which is connected oh, article, to yeah. Pizzagate. You remember Pizzagate? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So Pizzagate, it was Pizzagate. It's really complicated. But these people on the internet, they come up with these conspiracy theories. Yes, And are. a theory is, and this is a real theory that they believe. That like, every
1: time the pizza, it was like that they were talking about kids, right?
0: Well, yes. Yeah. So also, yeah. they believe that Hollywood has a group of of politicians, famous people who are engaging in child sex trafficking yes. and they're being monitored by the government and that they are on like house arrest or they're being monitored because everybody yeah. knows that they're pedophiles. And so that's why Hillary Clinton wears long pants because she has a monitoring device on her ankle. And so they'll oh, that's how that's
1: crazy. But I have heard about the, the ring. There's this episode of sword in the scale. Mm-hmm. Do you listen to sword in scale? No. It's a really, really intense murder podcast that I have to like take breaks from because mm-hmm. it's very scary. But, they, it, it was also like they had that movie on Netflix called like whatever happened to little Johnny or something mm. like that about this kid that was
0: kidnapped that in a town in a town right yeah
1: yeah like John and, and his mom but it, the podcast delves more into it about with all these supporting facts that he was bought by like this or he was kidnapped by like a senator or something and that he would show up at these parties with like the bushes and be like abused and like there was one like he did show up on his mom's doorstep and was like I can't talk to you. it's like all very crazy but the whole thing was that there apparently were pictures of him, like, with his mouth, t- like, mm-hmm. but with him, like, bound up, mm-hmm. like, him and a bunch of little boys in a bed, like, all bound up, but, like, in a sexual way that was...
0: C- circulating.
1: Circulating, and that that he was, like, part of this organization, this guy that ran this organization for young boys, but was really using these young boys to service mm-hmm. old politicians. Yeah. I, it's, like... I mean, the pants are thing, but but if you listen to that, it will make you be like, what the fuck is happening in the world? Oh,
0: I definitely believe that there are sex rings that happened in yeah. political circles and entertainment circles. Yeah. However, the fact that Roseanne Barr thinks that Donald Trump is freeing them, freeing sex slaves <laughs> is, kids, it's absurd, and it's ridiculous.
1: But it's also the thing is like, look at what Trump is tweeting and how ridiculous he is, and it's like, we're buying in like you know nothing's happened like we're buying into it that's what's like scary that like she it if she goes just as crazy as it as him i mean they're already renewed for a second season like it's just like we were yeah it's just but it just, it's just she's gonna
0: but she's gonna fuck it up this is the woman that sang the national anthem and grabbed her crouch and spat yeah she's gonna tweet something so astronomically yeah. offensive that they're gonna be like yeah it's too much of a risk it's too much Look at the chick from um, Fox News who had to take a vacation Tommy. break. Tommy. Uh, Laura In- Ingram. Oh, Ingram. What Ingram. Ha- What did she do again? So Laura Ingram, this uh, host on Fox News Network, she all crazy. tweeted that one of the survivors of the parkland oh Florida, yeah. he, like, look, he didn't get into four of the colleges. Oh, he's whining. His yeah. GPA was 4.1. He didn't get into school, yeah, whatever. that's right. And this boy yeah. retweeted her and tweeted, Here are the top advertisers on her show. Let's make her feel it. Twitter, do what you do. And at this point of this recording, at least 10 sponsors have pulled out of her show. Really? To the point where she's like, I'm going to take a vacation week. Yeah, bitch, go sit down sit down but also the flip side to that is she said a bunch of shit about lebron james and being like he shouldn't talk about politics he should just dribble the ball
1: does she even know how much he spends on his body
0: no <laughs> <laughs> so it's like she always said she's always saying stuff but is i guess now people are like well the line in the sand is you don't talk about kids who survived a school shooting yeah and so you know that i think that's what it is it's like social media is going to get people it's going to catapult some people and it's going to you know and it's going to destroy some people yeah that's where we're at yeah and then somebody's just going to pull the plug and then we're just going to have to go back to making fires and hunting and shit you think that social
1: sh- well robbie always says he goes i think we're still like in this weird we're still in almost like a weird testing period where like hopefully like by in like 10 or 15 years they may have figured out a way to like not make it so lucy go- like not make
0: i think everything- in 10 years time your social identity will be the same thing as your social security card I think that who you are on yeah. on the internet, it's you will be verified. I think it'll be like there will be no anonymous, there'll be no trolls. Yeah, I think that right now you have like to really, be held accountable because yeah. if you think about the people, if you think about the fact that people are getting doxxed, you know, like somebody's like, let's go and like they'll put your address. Like I can put your address on the internet and be like pizza party 10 o'clock show up if the door's not open kick it in and people show like the fact that you can target yeah. people from yeah. the internet from the confines of your private space or whatever yeah it's not you know and then also you think about if you do think about like child pornography and pedophilia and all that yeah. sex trafficking and that's why they're trying to really that's why they really try they they try to shut down and they are shutting down parts of the dark net because it and is so back un, page did yeah, you see that page. documentary mm-hmm.
1: About what that was the, yeah. yeah, I watched that on a plane. So
0: cause. you watch a lot of morbid shit <laughs> on a plane, girl, on a plane. on a
2: plane? I
1: don't know why. I don't know why. I just, you know, it's how I stay informed about the sex
0: rings. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think we'll get to the point where your social identity is like who you are. Yeah. It's like, I think there, and also I think that they are showing us parts of it because like, look at Black Mirror. Do you watch Black Mirror? I don't.
1: Robbie does, but I've heard Shit. that they're like Twilight Zone. Episodes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? they are. Kind of like- and
0: and I think that I think that a lot of times, entertainment and movies and books that we read, they have seedlings of things that are actually going to be what they are. Like yeah. as far as technology, and I think there are definitely some things in Black Mirror that could possibly be happening in our like not so distant future. It's really scary. There's one thing in Black Mirror. There's a, an episode. There's an episode, and it's like. Part of it is like episodic, and it's also things that run kind of throughout certain episodes, like where certain it's like themes. technology, like yeah. the, the actual technology will be recurrent. Yeah. So one thing that they have is like people have implants, and it records oh, everything yeah. that you do, and then you can always you'll you can always go back to your memory and what and rewatch it, or you can project it. So like if we're here, you'd we'll be like, "Remember that time you bombed at Gotham?" And you're like, "No." You'd <laughs> be like, "Yeah," and then everybody could watch you bomb. Yes. But then that could help with crime yeah you know or you with can blackouts just, if you're drunk you yeah it can yeah it could do all of that stuff <laughs> if you're drunk blackouts and then the only downside to like this one um to that technology usage in black mirrors like this one woman they did it really in passing and she um somebody robbed her of her memory seed because like on oh. the black market like they want to like use your memories and it's like oh, that could be kind of like somebody stole your phone but they stole legit that's all of crazy yeah this is nuts. But it's like gonna keep me <laughs> up at night being like. You watch sex trafficking documentaries for fun on I, planes. Don't I you dare. I was
1: traveling, you know. I needed to fill <laughs> the space and time. You
0: needed to feel alive?
1: No, you know what, I get, I very, I actually very, not very frequently like to watch like documentaries like that but i was like just having a phase where i just wanted to like watch <laughs> things but and that's what I, say, I go through my phases with this with the scary podcast so like every couple of months i'll listen to a couple of murder stories scare myself and then be like okay i'm done with this and it's just it's just very nice. i don't know why there's such a fascination with it nice. but i mean it's huge i mean the sword and scale is probably like i think it's it's like within the top 20 on itunes oh, and I it's like it fucking gruesome there's oh, no, like no, 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 it's no, no. it's really
0: i actually don't listen to a lot of podcasts even though i have one i get it
1: yeah it's hard like i feel
0: well you I drive do, though so you i do could. drive i don't listen in the city i would i only listen when i'm driving on the road like yeah. i've done some trips yeah. recently where i had like to drive to virginia and so you're, like six and, hours so you're like yeah, okay I'll listen let me to fill it the then. time
1: mm-hmm. yeah no yeah same same but it's because it is kind of hard to like what i walk a dog on monday and friday so i usually put on just like an hour long podcast then yeah um just because i feel like are
0: you gonna listen to this episode do you listen, listen to yourself
1: episode? no actually i don't <laughs> I never listen to myself. Like I'll listen to like bits and parts, but I always feel like I don't know the sound of my own voice sometimes. Even think that's I used why to I hate, hate watching my, my voice
0: own sets? I'm indifferent to it now, but I used to hate my voice. Especially as a kid, I hated my voice. Really? And now that I do this and other things, and people You've gotten used to it. People are like, "Oh, I love your voice," and I'm like, "It's oh, calming." Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, I guess. I don't know. All right, I guess.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I even sometimes that's why I hate jokes even if i think i've like recorded a set that i felt like it was good i'll watch it back and be like Shh, stop talking like i get so like
0: <laughs> i can tell when i'm doing my not original voice like yeah. my if it's like a like a wispy not wispy but like a higher octave yeah and like for you know you ever got like off stage and you felt like your lungs have been like restricted the entire time because you never really fully inhaled like yeah. you're just operating from like your chest cavity and not your stomach yeah and so you get off the stage, you're like, oh, yeah, I guess that I can breathe because you're just we're so uptight. Like sometimes I feel like yeah, my voice isn't like how my voice is now. If, in order for me to have this register, I mean, this is a pretty low register, but in order for me to have like a lower register on stage, I'm at my most comfortable like when I'm talking, how I will be talking to a friend. Yeah. Instead of being like, because you know, blah, blah, blah,
1: blah, 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 like, It's so hard because it's like you get the lights in the mind. And like sometimes you're like, I'm performing. Like, and sometimes it's yeah. hard to like switch off being like, I just want to have a conversation with these people as opposed to like, here we
0: are, showtime. True. But the, even in hard. the conversation, I just have to keep, you have to keep your energy up. Yeah. you can still keep the same yeah. voice though. Yeah. So if your breath stunk, how would you want people to tell you? Um. As uh,
1: a light whisper into my ear, <laughs> hey Casey, get some gum. <laughs> you think
0: you, I think you need to cut out the dairy.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Casey, <laughs> check your guts. Get some gut pills. <laughs>
0: so let's end this the way I end all episodes. Okay, Casey Balsham what makes you a social misfit?
1: What makes me a social misfit? I don't even know. What What makes you a social misfit?
0: I, I mean, just so many things. <laughs> there are so many things. But it's not about me. I know. I'm just trying to think. Whatever your I'm, interpretation I'm, I'm, of a social misfit is. Some I mean, people I, answer and they talk about like social media and how they're not good at it. Or they talk about like. Because, I mean, yeah, we
1: did touch on that. Like yeah. sometimes I feel like it's, it, I feel misfity. I guess just thinking yeah. that the comedy will be enough when I think that they're, that you it's not. not work.
0: What? You have to do more. I know. But you can also talk to. about, like, be a misfit like, in life. Like, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm misfit in life. Yeah, I guess it's like, I feel like I'm the kind of person, where I, I have so many thoughts and opinions about everything, and, and I feel like I am a good and a terrible person all at once. You know, like, it's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to ask, we, like, we have a homeless guy on the corner, and I am fascinated with him. And I finally learned his name, and I, like, walked him to the lunch today, and I love that, but I also, like, hate fucking, every like I also feel like people I how do you you ask a
0: homeless man his name like well because I talked to him because
1: he was looking for an Italian place the other day so I was like hey did you get your your meatballs because he was because he normally sits in one spot and I saw him kind of wandering down the street and I was like are you okay because a lot of times he'll be like spitting or or like like he's he he has a hard time and so I I was talking about it so then I asked him the other day because I've been wanting to know his name for like for like the last like year, because he's always at the top of the stairs, and he goes good morning, good morning, help me get something to eat, like every morning. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I want to know him, like I want to know what's, <laughs> what his story is. And I finally was just like, What's your name, by the way? He's like, They call me Gus. And I was like, Okay. And so now whenever I see him, I'll like chat and see how he is, because he was telling me that they had to take him to the hospital the other day. He went once he started talking,
0: he really started unloading. That's why you have to be very careful, because no people don't engage in conversation especially yes. homeless people i know i but i think he must
1: i, I don't know if he has like some because he does have like different hats that he wears sometimes so he and, has I a place to and i don't see him keep
2: his clothes i don't
1: know yeah because he i have seen him change but he also is like i'm homeless so i don't know where he i don't know where he stays but like, he when went to rains. get
0: italian food the other day he
1: was getting me he wanted meatballs yeah he wanted chinese food but the place had closed down he's like, i was like oh that place closed and he's like well i want some where do i get the meatballs and i was like oh, down the street he had meatball money he and his cup is he a lot of times he's just asleep in his seat but his cup always has some money in it <laughs> his cup is always kind of full you um, should follow
0: him home one day and he probably has a home you know they, they used to know. Do those you ever see those exposes days on the news where they're like this homeless woman begging for change that actually drives a Mercedes yeah. Like, yeah
1: i always wonder and like one time i was like i wonder if i brought up and like offered a pity to shower if they would kill me and i was like that's too much i think that's a lot <laughs> That is a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. But that's like where my brain goes. But then also like I'll see I'll see a girl with her purse on the chair when there's an empty subway, when there's a busy subway. Yeah. And I'm like, you can fucking die. Your purse <laughs> does not need to sit down. So I don't, you know what I mean? Like then I the perfectly fine person, but just because she's not. Homeless. Because she's not homeless, first <laughs> off. But I hate when people don't think about other people in that way. Mm. Like look up from your phone and notice that there's 85 people standing and your backpack is sitting down. Yeah. You can
0: fuck right off. Got it.
1: But Gus, I just want him to have his meatballs. And
2: Gus, really what quickly. A great homeless name? Yeah, Gus. really
0: quickly. Uh that is a that's an old man. That's an old that's man. That's an old name. man name. He has no teeth I so Um really quickly because Full disclosure, we were going to tape this episode uh, a week week or two ago. (laughs) And I locked us out. Casey locked herself (laughs) out with me. She locked us out of the Mm -hmm. apartment so Mm -hmm. we couldn't get in, so we couldn't record it. And then we had to reschedule because later that night you went to go see Roxanne Roxanne. I went to go see the premiere of Roxanne Roxanne. Two minute review. Minute and a half, two minute review. Very
1: interesting story. Like, I didn't know who she was. Mm -hmm. um, But... It was a really interesting story just to see kind of how it played out. The story, it's a little, like, when you watch it, it's got some things where you're like, the story could move along a little bit faster, but I just, it it was, you know, something I didn't have... Mm -hmm any information about and then going to the after party where they were playing just all this old school like music where where my friend looked at me she goes this is what it sounded like in new york in like the 90s or you know 80s 80s." yeah because Bismarcky was was djing Uh and so that was like really it was just kind of fun and all these people were like dancing and there was you know i was just like oh this what it would have been like if this was like a world that i lived in Mm -hmm. in at this time and so that was really interesting and just having a story told that like even when she gave it uh she talked about it first she was like i can't believe they have a movie about me like it was mm. kind of crazy and but it was it's an interesting story and um and it was fun to watch and just kind of be a part of oh good yeah yeah okay. and it's on netflix I guess it, yeah, it roxanne, like i said yeah roxanne roxanne is about the, yeah, the
0: story roxanne about Chanté. uh the teenage rapper roxanne yeah Chanté. she was 14 when she started yeah and then she like at 16 she had like a baby with this guy and, like an old ass man yeah yeah that Which is happens. kind of crazy. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, but
1: it's also like if if everything's true, like what happened to her mom, right, when she was young, it was like, it was just crazy. Okay. Yeah. We don't want to give any spoilers, no, but watch to. it. Okay. That was. But your, it was a fun thing to, to go
0: see. Good. Yeah. If that's the fun thing about New York. Every once in a while, you do something, you'll be like, oh, this is why I live here.
1: Yeah. Like There's yeah. like a lot of history that I don't even know about that mm-hmm. I'm just still learning about and things that I, I would have, I would have never done that in LA, you know, like yeah. I do a lot of things in New York that I would have never done in LA just because- I honestly think because I don't have to drive places. Yeah, I let to say because you get <laughs> on the train. That's why. Because you can go and like find yourself in an adventure. True. Well, where can yeah. people find you on um, social media? I am at Casey Balsham on Twitter I'm trying to get better and uh, at Case Face B on Instagram, which I feel like is where I post the most and then just Facebook is Casey Balsham, which I'll put like shows up cool. and my website. What's your website? It's CaseyBalsham.com, which um, I usually do try to keep updated with the shows it's yep. good
0: mm-hmm. all right well i'll put all of that stuff in the description below people check out casey mm-hmm. and thank you guys for listening uh thank you for the croissant and the and the blueberries and the You're welcome and the water and all that stuff <laughs> uh it's been another great episode of social misfit enjoy everybody see ya talk to you you hear me whatever next week i don't know how to end <laughs> these things it's so awkward I bye know. guys Bye.